Once upon a time, two sisters dressed in their best dresses and went out into their backyard. The sisters were twins, and their names were Liz and Lauren. They skipped down the path to a comfy spot under the big apple tree. It was the perfect spot for a tea party. Their mom had set a table with their tea set, and the teapot on the table was shining in the sunlight, surrounded by tiny sandwiches and sweet cakes. Their teacups, painted with colorful butterflies, had already been filled with warm, yummy tea. Liz twirled her hair in excitement. Yay, the tea is ready, she said to Lauren. Lauren was thinking about the treats on the table, the pink frosted cupcakes or the creamy chocolate cookies. It was so hard to choose. The girls knew it is always important to have good manners at tea parties, so they decided to wait for their mom to join them before they started eating. So they sat, brimming with excitement, their cheerful laughter joining the chirping birds around them. Their fun was interrupted when Lauren took a close look at the shiny teapot. Her eyes grew large. Something sparkled behind the teapot, like a tiny star. Whoa, did you see that? She squinted, tilting her head to one side. What? Liz asked, startled. See what? Lauren pointed at the shimmery thing. But before Liz could turn, the shimmer had disappeared. Both girls stopped for a moment. And then the shimmer appeared again. Look, there it is again, Lauren cried out, pointing at the sparkle next to the teapot. Suddenly, out from behind the teapot, a tiny fairy peeked out. She had sparkling wings, a purple dress, and a wand in her hand. Hello, the fairy said shyly. My name is Daisy. Liz's mouth dropped open in surprise. Are you a real fairy? Daisy nodded her head. Liz clapped her hands and said, I can't believe it. She got very excited and began talking a mile a minute. She asked Daisy all sorts of questions. Do you live in a rainbow? Can unicorns fly? How do you make stardust? The words bubbled out of her without stopping. Poor Daisy didn't even get a chance to answer any of the questions. She just watched Liz, blinking her bright blue fairy eyes in surprise. Seeing this, Lauren placed her hand on Liz's arm gently. Liz, she said kindly, let's give Daisy some time to answer. Liz looked at her sister and then at Daisy. She took a deep breath and nodded. Yes, you're right, Lauren. Sorry, Daisy. She showed Daisy a big warm smile and waited. Daisy said, girls, there's lots I wanna tell you about the magical world. I don't know where to start. Lauren rubbed her chin and said, hmm. Liz knew that when Lauren did that, she was doing her best thinking, so she sat and waited patiently. Lauren said, Daisy, why don't you start by telling us why you came to visit us? Why are you here? Daisy took a deep breath and said, I came because I lost my pet giraffe. Her name is Gabby and she's magical. She can change color and blend in with anything around her. 
Yesterday, she ran off into the forest and I can't find her. I've seen you playing in your yard near this forest, so I thought, maybe you could help? As she finished, tears started to fill her eyes. Liz and Lauren both gasped in surprise. A color-changing giraffe? Liz exclaimed, her eyes twinkling with amazement. Lauren spoke gently. I'm sorry that happened to your pet, Daisy. Is she as big as a normal giraffe? And why would Gabby run away? Daisy explained, Gabby is big to me because I'm small, but to you, she would only be as big as a little puppy. And she didn't run away, she just loves to explore. But now I can't find her among the trees and leaves. That's why I need your help. Liz said, I've never seen a giraffe that small. Daisy replied, that's right, Liz. Magical creatures are invisible to people like you. Right now I'm using special magic so that you can see me. Normally I would be invisible to you too. Now it was Liz's turn to think. After a minute, she turned to Daisy and asked, but how can we help find Gabby if we can't see magical creatures? Daisy reached into her purple dress and pulled out a silver star-shaped container. This, she said, is fairy dust. If I sprinkle some into your tea, it will let you see her. She paused, looking nervous. Then she slowly added, but you would be able to see all magical creatures, not just Gabby. Lauren asked, well, what's wrong with that? Well, said Daisy, they aren't all as nice as Gabby or me. Some magical creatures are scary. Liz and Lauren looked at each other. Sometimes the sisters felt like they knew what the other sister was thinking just by looking eye to eye. Daisy, we'll do it, said Liz. We like to help people when they ask for it. And without waiting another moment, Daisy pointed her wand at the silver star and with a swoosh sprinkled fairy dust into the girl's colorful teacups. The tea shimmered as the fairy dust set in. The girls looked at each other again, smiled bravely, and took a sip of their tea. With a beat of her glittery wings and a smile, Daisy said, thank you so much for helping me. I have to get my map of the forest. I'll be right back. With that, Daisy vanished with a flash of light. The girls had so many things they wanted to say to each other, but before they could, their mom walked over to the tea table with a tray of fresh fruit in her hands. Who's ready for a tea party? She said with a smile. Liz and Lauren glanced at each other. Should they tell mom about Daisy? Would she even believe them? Lauren twisted a lock of her hair, deep in thought. Liz could tell she was thinking hard. We always tell the truth, even when it's hard. Lauren said softly to Liz, we have to tell mom. Liz looked into Lauren's eyes and nodded. She knew that was the right choice. They had to tell their mom about Daisy and about their promise to help. So they both took a deep breath and began to tell their mom what had happened. About the twinkle behind the teapot, about the very small fairy in a purple dress who had lost her tiny pet giraffe, and about the sparkly fairy dust in their tea that would let them see all magical creatures. Mom listened with a soft smile on her face and her eyes were full of love. 
When they finished their story, Mom simply said, You girls did great. I'm very proud of you. The girls were surprised. They thought Mom might laugh or think they were just playing pretend, but she didn't do any of that. Instead, she shared this story from her own childhood. A long time ago, when I was a little girl, I saw a fairy at one of my birthday parties. But when I saw it, some other kids did too. One of the other children tried to catch it. The poor little fairy got scared, so it disappeared, and I never saw it again. I always wondered and hoped I would see it again, but it makes me even happier to know that when you girls saw a fairy, you treated her with kindness. The girls were very surprised. Wow, said Liz, I can't believe it. Our family must be very special. Lauren agreed, her mind buzzing with questions she wanted to ask mom about her fairy encounter. But first they had a job to do. Mom, Lauren asked, can we go to the forest and help Daisy find Gabby? Mom thought about it for a moment. Yes, she finally said, but you can't go too deep into the forest. Don't cross the creek. If you stay this side of the creek, you'll still be in our own yard. Both girls agreed excitedly. We won't go too far, Mom, they promised together. They were so happy, their mom believed in them, and they were going to help find Gabby. Just as they were getting up from the tea table, Daisy appeared again. She had a tiny map in her hand. Let's go find Gabby, she shouted, a little spark of hope shining in her blue eyes. Before they started their journey, Liz quickly put a few candy peanuts from the tea table into her pocket. Just in case we want a snack, she said with a grin. So, off they went. Daisy was flying next to them, right at their shoulder level, while the girls were walking on the soft grass path towards the forest. And as they stepped under the shade of the green leafy trees, things felt different. All at once they knew the fairy dust was working. Real, actual magic was all around them. Butterflies, bigger than their hands and glowing like stars, fluttered high up among the treetops. Flying squirrels with twinkly tails were happily chattering, playing among the leaves in the trees and bushes. Liz gasped. Wow, they are so cute. Can we play with them, Lauren? Lauren squeezed her hand and with a small smile said, after we help Daisy and find Gabby, I promise we'll come back to play. Liz nodded. You're right, Gabby comes first. But as she agreed, one of the glowing squirrels scampered closer. Quickly, Liz tossed a candy peanut to the little creature. The squirrel took a quick nibble, and then with a happy chitter, it grabbed the rest of the peanut and swooped away into the bushes. They walked further into the forest, and after a while, they reached the creek. They looked at each other, unsure of what to do next. They had promised mom they wouldn't cross the creek. We're sorry, Daisy, but we can't. Liz began sadly, but was interrupted by a loud, rumbly voice. It shook the leaves on the trees. It came from the bushes next to the creek. Daisy's face turned a deep shade of purple. Oh no, she said quietly. That's what I was so afraid of. It sounds like a, a mean, 
troll. Liz and Lauren slowly tiptoed so they could peek around the big green bushes. What they saw made their eyes grow wide. A giant creature was sitting right next to the creek. He was huge, as big as the shed in their backyard. But what made them gasp was the small rainbow-colored giraffe, trapped in a little cage next to the big, grumpy troll. That must be Gabby, Lauren said softly to Liz, her voice barely louder than a rustling leaf. Before the girls could say another word, Daisy darted past them, flying right through the bars of the cage and throwing her arms around Gabby. The little fairy and the small giraffe looked so relieved to see each other. But Gabby was still stuck in the cage. Liz puffed out her chest and stepped forward. Mr. Troll, she said, pointing at the cage. You need to let our friends go. But the troll shook his massive head and stood up. He was so, so big like a walking mountain. No, the troll grunted and stomped his foot on the ground with a thud. The girls jumped at the loud noise and backed away a little. Lauren rubbed her chin, deep in thought. She knew they had to be smart to deal with this troll. She had an idea and decided to try something. In a loud yet calm voice, she asked, Mr. Troll, can you please tell us why you have Gabby in a cage? Maybe there's some way we can help you. She wasn't sure if that would work, but it was worth a try. The troll with his rough and grumbly voice slowly said, I, I have no friends, want Gabby friend. But Mr. Troll, Lauren explained gently, you don't make friends by forcing them to stay with you. To have friends, you need to be kind and nice to them. Then they'll want to spend time with you because it makes them happy. The troll looked deep in thought, so the girls went quiet. Lauren and Liz wondered if he was really listening. Suddenly, another magical flying squirrel glided down through the treetops and landed in the clearing near them. Seeing this gave Liz a brilliant idea. Bravely, she walked towards the tall troll. She reached her hand deep into her pocket, feeling the shape of the candy peanuts she had saved from the tea party. Slowly, she held them out to the troll. Eat this with the squirrel, Mr. Troll. Share your treats, Liz suggested. The troll took the candies from Liz's hand and forgetting Liz's words, started to gobble them up. But Liz stopped him with a shout. No, she said. Don't eat them. Share them. Remember? The troll looked at her, then at the candies, and then at the squirrel. He grumbled a little, but he threw a candy peanut to the squirrel. Liz said, Lauren, look, it's working. He's learning how to make friends. The squirrel jumped up and caught the treat midair. But then he glided into the bushes and disappeared. The troll, looking confused and a little angry, turned to the girls. Liz got worried. She was trying to teach him a lesson about sharing. Was it going to work? But before they could say anything, something wonderful happened. The squirrel returned from the bushes. But it wasn't alone. It had brought its entire family. With big eyes and twitchy tails, they stood just by the troll's big foot, waiting for more treats. Go on, Liz encouraged the surprised troll. Slowly, he handed the remaining candy peanuts to the squirrels, who rushed forward to take them. They ate their treats then, chirping and dancing around in joy. Liz and Lauren smiled at the troll, saying, See, 
because you were kind and shared your things. Now you have friends. The squirrels like you. The troll looked at the joyful squirrels, then at the girls, and broke out into a wide, toothy grin. He watched the squirrels play for a few minutes. Then without another word, he opened Gabby's cage door, and the magical giraffe was finally free. Soon, the girls were back at their tea party. They were all out of candy peanuts, but that was okay. It was more important that Gabby was safe. Liz sipped her raspberry tea with a happy sigh, while Lauren was enjoying sweet strawberries with creamy vanilla yogurt. Mom was smiling, and everything felt just perfect. Daisy was already gone. She had gotten Gabby and headed back to their cozy little home to get her a nice warm bath and make sure she was okay. Before leaving, Daisy had said, Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Lauren. We won't forget your kindness. I'll come back and visit you soon. The girls had a lovely time with mom, chatting, sipping tea, and nibbling on the remaining tea party treats. Strawberries, lemon cake, and apple tart. They laughed a lot, and every so often, they'd see one of their new friends, the magical squirrels, hopping and playing at the edge of the forest. As she watched one squirrel fly from branch to branch, Liz said, Mom, can we spend more time with our magical friends? Yes, as long as you're careful and stick together, Mom replied, her eyes twinkling in the afternoon sunlight. Lauren added, and we'll never cross the creek, we promise. Their mom nodded, giving each girl a big, proud hug. I'm so proud of you girls for making a new friend today and for being so brave and solving such a hard problem together. The girls shared a wide smile, softly clinking their teacups together. And that was the beginning of the magical tea parties. <laughs>